0: Hello and welcome to Podcast, the number one podcast for product teams. The Podcast podcast is dedicated to bringing you key insights and learnings from the world's finest product managers and product leaders. The only sustainable competitive advantage in your career is to continually learn and grow. And the Podcast podcast is all about democratizing shared learning for product teams. On today's episode, I sat down with Rich Sanchez, product manager at InStride. Rich has a background in IT, but soon found himself transitioning into product management for companies such as Johnson & Johnson, Disney, and now Instride. Rich shares how you can level up as a PM by changing your thinking. Mindset and your thoughts are super powerful, and the impact of your thinking can have tremendous impact on our personal and professional growth. I love what Rich has to share and I can't wait for you to hear it, so let's get started. Hey Rich, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey man, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So to kick things off, Rich, could you give an introduction of yourself, a little bit about your background and, and what you're up to today? Yeah, let's
1: do it. So, you know, my background is actually pretty interesting. I, I think a lot of people who get into product management, you know, they have an interesting story. My story starts off with me in IT and in information technology. Uh, right out of school I well I studied computer engineering and I went into Johnson and Johnson right big company great company into their IT leadership development program right I just had a fascination with computers and I just loved anything related to technology and I figured IT was the right path because there was a lot of job security there but I realized that i didn't really like IT. I love the company. I love J&J, right? It actually aligned a lot with my values. I'm I'm huge into health and fitness. So J&J was a great company, great fit, but just IT wasn't right for me. And then there was this one team in Johnson & Johnson. They were in the creative lab and they were building apps and they were building websites for the consumer products side of the business. And I just, I just fell in love. I, I found myself going to this creative lab, just constantly wanting to talk to the, the people there, the directors and VPs, and just anyone who was working on, on that space, I ended up building a couple projects with them just, you know, out of, for fun, realizing that what they were doing was, was essentially a combination of product development, you know, and app development, all that stuff. And they were essentially like, like a creative agency for the Johnson Johnson company. And I realized that I wanted to be in that space. And I tried. I you know, I actually even applied for a couple of roles in J&J, and I didn't get it. I didn't get any of them, right? And it was primarily because of the IT background. Everyone's like, oh, you work in servers and databases, and you don't know how to you know, build apps. You don't have the title of product manager or product analyst or whatever. So I was, you know, feel a little defeated, but I kept at it. You know, I looked out and tried to find ways of really just standing out. And one of the ways that for me, I stood out was I took some time to reflect. And I realized that in terms of getting anywhere, you really need to understand yourself, right? Have a story and how to pull from your story to stand out. And so that's what I did. You know, I came out with a couple stories from my past of, of technology experience and even design experience, communication, all the, all the skills that a product manager needs. i kind of crafted it together into a really good story and was able to essentially, you know, communicate well to a recruiter for a digital agency in Florida that I was capable of, you know, passing the, Oh, this guy knows how, what product management is test right the second test that I had to do was essentially you know show people that I knew the skills and so I ended up actually for the digital agency that I that you know I was applying for I put together a product product audit essentially and I looked at the sites that they that this digital agency you know did work for and I I just literally imagined myself already as the product manager at the at the company and I you know actually looked at the products and I said okay if I was a product manager what would I what would I who would I target for the users right what are the improvement areas and and I brought that together into the into the interview and it just blew them away right no one that they've interviewed had ever done that so I really wanted to stand out. And then the third thing that I did to kind of really just seal the deal was, you know, put together this 30, 60, 90 day plan. And it's actually something I've been doing for the past. Well, all of the places that I've gone to from a career standpoint, I've always put together a 30, 60, 90 day plan, which outlines what I would achieve or what I strive for in those first 30, 60, 90 days. And it really just showed the the you know the folks that I was very committed and, and I knew what I wanted to achieve, and so with all of that, you know, I finally got and broke into product management, and just just you know started learning like crazy, right? Like I still didn't have all all the expertise of the years, but in that one year that I was at that digital agency, I was reading all these books, I was talking to the developers, I was really becoming more of a an amicable person with all the different teams, right? I, I wanted to bring them something, like a value, and then in return, try to soak up their own knowledge. And, you know, ever since then, it was just, you know, been this, this progress towards learning. And I'm going to talk about learning. I, I'll, I'll let you ask a couple more questions. But as far as just learning in general, it's kind of where I am right now. I'm at I'm at Instride, which is an ed tech company, and it's all about basically connecting companies that want to offer education to their employees, knowing that the education at universities sometimes is is difficult to manage, right? So we're kind of that marketplace that connects these companies with employees who they want to offer education and universities and academic partners with the edu- actual education. We kind of make that connection, make it really easy and, you know, achievable for, for these learners to, to get that education, to advance the company.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. I, uh, you're pulling at my heartstrings now because anybody that knows me knows that I'm, I'm a nerd about continuing education. So yeah, uh, sounds like the stuff Instride's doing is, is pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's, super, super exciting, especially, you know, it's, it's, we say, I say this, you know, with all the heart and felt emotion that I have right now, but, you know, we are in this period, this pandemic period where, you know, schools are closing, people are at home, and this dependency on online learning has grown significantly, and so for Instride, that's actually been, you know, a positive, because all of the education that we connect with, actual you know, academic partners that we work with are all online focused, right? We were looking for the top tier online, you know, programs that we can bring into, into this marketplace. And so for us, it's been, it's been great. Just knowing that more people are now going to push towards online education.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm a big proponent of online education. So um, maybe offline, we could, we can uh, geek out about it a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> Cool. So the, the topic of, of this episode is, is mindset upgrades to spark new opportunities. And, and it sounds yeah. like you started to have some of those mindset shifts in your journey into product. And I'm sure a lot of that came along the way through your various stops and, and experiences. So uh, I'm really, I'm really curious, um, how you uncovered these mindsets and yeah. that product manager should have, and, and I'll just let you go right into it.
1: Okay. Yeah. So you know, one of the other things, just a personal note on on myself, is that I struggled actually a lot in school, right? Reading, writing, speaking, I actually had dyslexia, or I still do. And it's one of those things that always held me back, right? In the sense that I, I never felt very confident, but I always needed to find alternative ways, right? And, you know, I I felt embarrassed all growing up about it and it wasn't until recently that I actually discovered you know I that many dis- people that are dyslexic and are are successful entrepreneurs or even some of the the great innovators of of you know our time like Steve Jobs and Richard Branson and you know even from the past right Albert Einstein so all of these great dyslexics and I say this because it goes into the reason why I believe the mindset is so important, and that these these people, you know, these greats in in history all use their mind in a different way, right? They all thought differently, and I think that's what you know. As product managers, we sometimes need to take a step back and think differently, right, about the approach or about what we're doing. So I'll give an example, right? The common way for let's say someone trying to get into product management, let's say if you're an aspiring product manager, you probably have a resume and you're probably just sending it to as many people as possible, right? And you're waiting and you're waiting and you know, not getting any response. So what do you do? I mean, you end up not doing anything really. The rewired way of thinking about it is okay, kind of like what I was, what I was saying in my, my intro, what can I do to show people that I know how to do these things, right? There's clearly a job description and there's clearly the things that they're looking for. So how do I add value, right? And, and how do I imagine myself already as a product manager? And so that for me has worked all the time. It's worked in interviews. It's actually worked with just making new connections, right? Let's say, you know, you want to meet someone. <laughs> Let's say you want to meet And I I kid you not, this is what happened with me. I wanted to meet, you know, a couple entrepreneurs and a couple people. And everyone nowadays has a, a website, an app or something. And so us as product managers, we sometimes have this extra superpower of being able to dive deep into products and kind of assess them. So I kind of ran through this, you know, entrepreneur's website, did a product audit and instead of asking the entrepreneur like many, many other people would have done just like, Hey, I want to meet with you. You know, can we do this? Right. I actually came to him with a thankful appreciation of him offering his expertise and wisdom to me, right. In a form of this product audit, you know, so it would sound something like, you know, the email or, or the whatever you're trying to connect with this person with, it would sound like, you know, hey Jay, thank you so much for everything you've shared with me. You know, I really value what you're doing. And I noticed that there are some areas of improvement on your site. I would really think you would want to improve them. You know, here's a product audit, here's a way to improve it. You know, you can use it if you want and you don't have to. It's just my way of saying thank you. Right. From that little interaction led to, you know, being able to actually have Jay reach out and say, Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you for this. You're helping us, you know, in our business. What can I do for you? Right. So it was like that instant just like realizing that we're just humans at the end of the day. Right. And and when you're able to offer value or offer something that is helpful, you're rethinking the way of, of connection. And I think that's how pro- aspiring product managers should look at the interview process. It's really just, you know, you're, you're conversing with people. So that's one way, right? The second way is when you're actually, you know, doing the job of a product management or a product manager, Your ultimately, your focus should always be, at least my belief, is always on the, uh, on the user, right? Or on the people who are using the product. And there's this one, you know, the common approach is probably to, you know, do some user, user feedback sessions and, you know, personas and, and all that stuff, right? But I, I, I fundamentally believe that in order to, great, to create great products, you really need to assess, it doesn't really matter who the person is, you have to assess the, the number of steps that it takes for that person to do that task, right? So you have to assess what is a task. So I follow this, the principle of jobs to be done. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but jobs to be done explains this basically, yeah, states that you have to, you know, identify the jobs, identify the job steps, and essentially try to map out and see, okay, if you're building a product, how is your product going to make the experience more, you know, it's gonna make it faster and more accurate than competitors, right? So I absolutely love it. I, I still don't know why many other product managers don't <laughs> approach this, but just just that simple, you know, way of of looking at product. And then the third way, and I think this is actually one of the most impactful ways of just kind of becoming a high performing product manager is actually looking at yourself as a product. And I mean, I'm really into personal development, right? And, you know, most of the time we're very focused on our career, but our career is just one part of our life, right? There's Absolutely. many other aspects, many other aspects of, of our life. And so when you're able to actually focus your awareness on the other aspects of your life, you just find that your career ends up being much better, right? It becomes more fulfilling. You bring more passion. You bring more love and energy to what you're doing. And I think that's, that comes with, you know, understanding yourself, understanding what are your values, understanding what you love, what are your fears, right? So I, I, I finished, I just finished reading a really, really good book. It's actually the, it, the book is called How to Increase Your Salary, which I know it sounds weird, but this was actually the original transcript that Napoleon Hill did with Andrew Carnegie. Okay. And that led to the actual, you know, book of Think and Grow Rich, right? Obviously, Napoleon Hill, that book. He went out and looked and talked to all of these other successful people. But what he realized was that when he first had that that conversation with Andrew Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie broke down the 17 principles of success. I think it was 17. And in there, it just, it talks about all these things, right? You're, you know, having a definite purpose in life and having a mastermind group and, you know, having an attractive personality, right? So, It's like these other elements that we don't really, when we think about product management, we always think about maybe analytics and data and development and and that's all important. But I think another aspect of being a great product manager is just being a great person, right. And a well-balanced person.
0: Yeah, no, I I can totally, um, I can totally see that. And I, I know my, my director of product at the company I work at swipe clock. He's, he's huge on that too. Like he's, he's all about character development and being um, a a good person. And he firmly believes that that's what makes a great product manager as well. So that's cool. So uh, I'd love to know from, from your experience, like we know that these mindset shifts are needed to to be a great PM. Mm -hmm. What is it that keeps, whether it's, you know, young PMs or you know product leaders that, that are getting stuck in their career what is it that keeps them from adopting these mindset shifts that they need to kind of take that next step
1: I'll, I'll go back to that you know realization of just what is your purpose and and that's really deep I know that sometimes when I talk to people about it it's like whoa man purpose that's you know like but I honestly believe that when you can find your purpose or you find an actual true fulfillment from something, everything starts to align, right? The decisions that you make are easier because they're aligned to your purpose. The people that you surround yourself with are also in alignment with that purpose. And you know, I know that for myself, I've tried to make moves in product management that were always aligned with my values and with my purpose and doing things that I love. So like, for example, Johnson and Johnson was aligned with my health and wellness lifestyle choices. Disney was in alignment with my fun, entertainment, enjoying life, you know, aspect of, of my lifestyle. And now at InStride, being education, right. Aligning with my, pure just ambition and obsession with learning and helping others learn and when you have that that alignment with that purpose right you start you become actually a bit more driven and and also you you can see the the vision is a lot more clearly it's just clearer and so for product managers who are starting off that sometimes is the is the difficult part is how do you how do you can how do you communicate a product vision right you're basically sometimes creating something out of nothing right there is and that's what i love about product management is that we are essentially creators of taking some taking nothing and creating something right but we have to we have to get all of these people together and believe in this 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 thing and so if you can believe it and you're 100% all for it, then, then, then and you can show that, you can embody that, people will start to also kind of shift their, their perspectives and their minds, right? So that's a big, big, powerful thing. I mean, so definitely that purpose. And then, you know, mindset as, as, as a whole is, is I, I've, I've just been fascinated with the mind and awareness more so than like you know how the brain works cuz i'm not really good at like what the you know prefrontal cortex is or any of that like i don't know about them that what i do know is and what i fascinate with is just how the mind is what really blocks us from doing certain things right there's there's fear that limits us right or let's say you're starting off and you don't have the belief that you're actually capable of being let's say, a manager or leading a team, right? That, almost like that imposter syndrome. And when you have that, you, you you start to limit yourself. And, you know, one of the tactics that I've done, actually, for the past couple years, really, is, is re- actually take the time to, like, rewire my thinking. And I do this by, in the mornings, I I actually listen to a playlist of, youtube videos that i've kind of curated that are all about you know rewiring the things that i want to improve on so for example you know let's say let's call it finance as one area right that i want to improve there the reason why you do it in the morning is because that is when your mind is actually in a more susceptible state of actually taking in information right and and also at night, it's also very susceptible to, to to taking information and and actually being a part of your subconscious, right? And as you do this more often, it's and it's a repeated action, right? I mean, the more you do something, it becomes a habit, and then your your habits then transform into, you know, you and your personality. So the more you do that, it just comes second nature, right? And you know, so in the morning, that's what I, I focus. You know, my my morning routine is very important to me, consists of some some work, some workouts, some meditation and some of this rewire practice. Right. Something that just primes myself for the for the day and then a way to, you know, keep me motivated for the next day when I go to sleep.
0: Yep. I can totally agree with that i I have my set of morning routines as well, and it, it totally helps and if I don't if the, if it gets interrupted, I can tell my day is kind of funky so. yeah, exactly no, but I, I love how you tied in life to product management because in, in viewing ourselves as a product because yes. no, no pm is going to balk at, at the statement of <laughs> you, you need to have a product vision to to be able to formulate a strategy and have that cascade down through the organization but how many of us have a vision for our life yes and, and if we don't how can we create a strategy to get there right like where are yeah. we yeah
1: yeah so you know this is this is where i get real nerdy with product management and this is where I, I find myself very, very passionate about. I, I, I kind of see myself as trying to bridge the gap between personal development and product development, right? Just because th- those are the two areas that I love. But what I, one of the things that I do and one of the things I, I've been sharing with, a lot with people is that, you know, yes, when we build products, we're, we have a vision and we have a roadmap and we have a strategy and we have goals and, and we all have monthly targets and we're all working together, right? We, you know, we build a great products, like amazing products come out of that, right? You know, and even amazing companies. And then we look at our lives and we're like, man, I mean, you know, I really wish I just looked better or, you know, I was, you know, reading more books and we don't do those things. We don't do this. We don't put that same energy into those other areas. So what I've done is I've actually created a roadmap for myself, right? I say, okay, 2020, right? Here's my roadmap. Uh, Q1, here are the things I want to achieve in the areas of finance, family, fit, you know, fitness, friends, figurehead. I call them my eight F's. I think it's yeah, eight. Right? And and I line out like, okay, these are the different features. <laughs> so what am I gonna release or what am I gonna achieve in the month of you know April for fitness? Right? What am I gonna focus on for for family, right? And, and just keeping that and having that life vision, essentially, that vision that you're, that you're striving for. And, and the roadmap has actually been really helpful for me, right, because you, you look at your roadmap and you adjust. So I actually have a Trello board <laughs> where nice. I have, you know, by, <laughs> by month and also even by year, I kind of identified, you know, where do I want to be in, in a year? in two years and three years. And the more it's gotten more, I can keep adding to it, the more it gets more real and it starts to happen. Like last year, I kid you not, I put on my, my vision, my, my vision board and my roadmap that I was going to, you know, I was going to have a profitable, I was going to have and run a side business, profitable business, right? I was going to meet influential people, right? That, entrepreneurs and just figureheads right and then I was also going to be you know starting to kind of become more of a figure in or thought leader in product management all of that happened and all of them you know all exceeded what I believed because I wrote it down and because I kept on looking at it and it was like you know again that product that I was trying to create for myself right so yeah, I truly believe that you know the best product is is us, is ourselves, and when you can figure out yourself, you will start to become and be able to build even better products for other people.
0: Yep, it's just like leadership, right? Like we can't lead other people unless we can first lead ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I really want to ask you: Could you give those those Fs again? Because like, I personally want to steal them. I'm sure yeah.
1: listeners would, too. <laughs> sure, sure. So they are family, friends, finance, faith, like, basically your spiritual thinking, yeah. your uh, fun, right? You got to have fun. <laughs> yep. um, okay, let's see. Friends, family, fitness. Faith, fun, fam. Mm.
0: Do we do finance?
1: They have had finance
0: and figurehead.
1: Figurehead, yes. So all of those areas. Oh, sorry, And fulfillment. fulfillment. Okay. Fulfillment is there too. Cool. So in all of those areas, I basically try to outline, you know, the things that the I have a one-year, two-year, three-year, you know, five-year vision. And the more I can crystallize it and and actually imagine it happening again, it's those things start to, to come together. Uh, another thing I've been doing, which again aligns with product development, is the concept of just retros, right? Retro, ret- retro perspective. You know, when you're at, you know looking at a sprint, you assess what you did well, what you need to improve on, and what are your action items. Same thing and apply to your life right you go through a week maybe two weeks you assess on a sunday or on the day you pick a day you say what did i do well what did i achieve what do i need to improve and what are the action items that has also worked tremendously for me right being able to retro your life and really say okay how am i working towards these goals that i set for myself right so i'm a very goal-oriented person i've always had, always have been and I think that's been helpful and, and actually and that's one of the things that i always talk about in product development as well is that you gotta have your goals right you gotta like you you build a product and you gotta you gotta analyze and assess if it's actually you know doing the thing that you hypothesize in the beginning
0: absolutely and uh, i'll tell you starting tomorrow a trello board is going to be built with me and my wife and we're going to go through those eight apps yeah
1: <laughs> good i'll share with you actually i have a couple templates and that's one of the things that you know i'm building out a a coaching program and also just like a mentorship program and as part of that i I really want people just to have easy and accessible resources and tools and templates to get started right because always getting started can sometimes be you know a little bit painful but if you have someone's board that you can look at and kind of pick ideas and be like okay you get excited you get going right? So I have some templates for the Trello board. I have some templates of my own personal life vision with those eight F's. I also have some templates on, you know, understanding the story, right? how I remember I talked about in the beginning, just how do you craft your story? Right? Like, I believe that you have to, you know, discover your origin story. Everyone has a everyone has a book just it's just a matter of them writing it and wanting to share it but everyone has everyone has a book in them and and actually i i challenge you and i challenge all your your listeners write down like take some time to like just you know categorize your life in different chunks of maybe in by by school year or companies that you worked at And just kind of write down bullets. It doesn't have to be novel, right? You can just write down a bullet of some, you know, your achievements, your failures, your epiphanies, you know, your, you know, happy moments, sad moments, right? Failures are, I think we don't, we don't look at failures enough to to say when you can share a story, especially, and this is where I, you know, what I learned from Disney is that the reason why everyone loves Disney and the story that they share is because they evoke feeling. And when you can evoke a feeling, when you can share a feeling to people in your, you know, whether you're interviewing, whether you're pitching, whether you're, you know, anything really, that's what's going to make the difference. And that's what product managers I think need to work on the most is their story and how they can craft a story how can they? How can they get the audience to go through that roller coaster of emotion to then say, "Yes, I need. I want to do this."
0: Right? Absolutely. And, and Rich, you mentioned that you're starting a mentorship group and and you have these templates. If someone wanted to get involved with the, the group that you're starting and, and your mastermind group, like how how could they reach out and and find out how to get involved?
1: Yeah. So. Right now, I'm in the process of building a site, but I would say that the best way is just to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm building this site that will most likely be a you know a course-based site, so on Teachable. Um, and maybe some of your listeners will help me in, in <laughs> critiquing this name. I'm, I'm, I'm debating on calling it a product fit. Because I believe that everyone is a product fit, right? And you can also, so it's geared towards product managers. It's also geared towards entrepreneurs who, or even product managers who want to be entrepreneurs, right? Where I think in in a way, product managers are the most well-equipped to, if they wanted to, run a business, run a company and start a company because of all the skills that they have, right? And I think that's part of what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help you know, either aspiring, entrepreneur, uh, aspiring product managers, existing product managers, product leaders, and then those entrepreneurs as well. Anyone who's entrepreneurial driven or has that mindset and just give them the resources that really actually more of the step-by-step guide that I wish I had when I was starting off and, you know, really accelerate the process. I mean, we're in, a, we're in an excellent time to be able to innovate and create and you know that that's kind of what drives me is just being able to know that you know these mindset shifts and the way you approach things and your personal development all will just help create more innovative things
0: i completely agree well rich we're gonna to have to do this again this was a ton of fun and i really enjoyed hearing your your origin story and the, the different mindset shifts that, that we need to have and the F's the and there's there's just so much in this conversation <laughs> that i that are, that are really enjoyed man so uh, we'll have to do
1: this again for sure no this was great i appreciate you having me
0: yeah absolutely that was rich sanchez product manager at instride i love how rich relates life to product management and how treating our life as a product will not only pay personal dividends but it will also make us better in our product careers I shared Rich's LinkedIn profile in the show notes, so don't hesitate to reach out and ask to check out the courses and mentorship program he's working on. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode as we continue to bring you key insights from the world's finest product managers and product leaders. To help others find us, feel free to share this episode and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and the Apple Podcast app, and a review telling others what you like about the show. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Broadcast.